1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: Here we go at 4 o'clock. Welcome back inside. Gwen and Chris, Chrisello, Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. about to join us from Peoria, Arizona. The star of the show has arrived. Tony Force called it. That. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, well, it's it's just in time for Chris versus the fans, and you are the oh, star of that show. Yes. So we no, have. I think uh, you're
3: the star of Chris versus the fans. Yeah,
2: no, you're the, the title. No, you're the, the title, master though. of ceremonies. I mean, it's named show. after you, Chris. I, think <laughs> I know, but Tony's <laughs> the master of ceremonies. How was uh, How was uh, Little Ohio today, <laughs> as everybody calls it?
3: was going Little on? Little Ohio was. Um, was fun now uh, Padres yep. put up some runs they broke the uh they were able to to kind of get off of the little slump they've been in in Cactus League action and we got to see our first glimpse of, of Michael Walker on the mound today so
2: yep three uh, uh three innings of work uh made an error which contributed to two unearned runs but otherwise yep. appeared to look sharp we got an inning from Hader we got an inning from Suarez and uh Jose Azokar had a nice day, Tony. I mean he's he's making it both Azokar and David Dahl seem like they're making it difficult on uh, you know, the decision makers there as yeah. to who's gonna make this roster. Maybe both of them will end up making it.
3: Yeah, it's hard to see five outfielders with the way this team is is constructed, um, making a team. Um, so I mean, we'll we'll have to find out and most most likely those two are competing against each other and as you said they're certainly not making it easy i mean i mean from from Jose Azokar's spot you got to be feeling pretty good the way you're swinging the bat cuz he has built up a ton of equity from last year right when he was kind of the surprise guy to make the roster not only did he surprise everybody made the roster and then he slowly but surely found more more playing time gained um Bo Mel's trust so along with having a good spring he has all of that working in his favor as of March 9th now David Dahl on the other hand this is a former all-star we're talking about so he he's certainly capable of of being a dude and he has swung the bat equally as well so um they're mad, they're not making it easy uh for Bo Mel at all
2: Padres over the Cleveland Guardians today 6 to 4 was the final as they even their spring record at 7 and 7 uh, we'll talk about the Aztecs and their uh, survival game today over Colorado State a little bit later in this half hour Aztecs, if you're just tuning in, did uh, hold off Colorado State, sixty-four, sixty-one, but it was oh uh,
3: wow, it was that close, huh? It
2: was tight all the way down to the final second. Uh, it was. I mean, Chris was freaking out. I was doing. I was doing the beginning of the show during the last two minutes of the game, so you can only imagine how bad oh, I was oh, at that. Scramble it wasn't was, even the last
4: two minutes. It was like the last like fifty seconds, which well, had all the took, action. It took
2: about ten minutes to play the last fifty seconds. Uh, no, the Aztecs were up by two. And Isaiah Stevens, the great Colorado State guard, had a chance to tie it up, missed a little floater jump shot with one second to go that would have sent it into overtime, Tony. And uh, Mensa got the rebound, got fouled with .7 seconds, went down to the other end, made one free throw. So Colorado State inbounded to Stevens with .7 seconds, and he launched at the length of the court and it bounced off the rim. Mm. I mean, it was that close, so... Uh, the Aztecs were down 8 nothing right at the beginning of the game. and uh, Oh, that's always fun. Yeah, they had to battle uphill for a while, and then it was a very tense and close second half. But uh, they did prevail, and they'll play the winner of Nevada-San Jose State in the next game. Last I looked, Nevada was on a big run and had taken a 52-48 to lead over San Jose State midway through the second half. But we'll get to more college basketball as we go along here in this half hour but right now it's time to play some Chris versus the fans if you had one shot one opportunity to take down the human
1: almanac himself how would he do now is your time listen to me this guy is dangerous now is your opportunity to win a prize
2: well i hope you know Jen for chris versus the fans starts now
1: on 973 the fan
2: a chance for you to be entered to uh, see 38 Special in Las Vegas after f- more than uh, 4 decades together 38 Special remains a fan favorite southern rock band you can see them live in concert April 28th International Theater at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino you're going to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas including two tickets to the show and a two night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Gravy, give us some rules
4: You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult as you go along. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris
2: gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. I think our first contestant won yesterday.
5: Uh, Yes, that's correct.
2: And only answered one question correctly. That is correct. Yes, I had an off day. You, uh, you, trick, you, you trickstered everybody with your questions yesterday. I
4: don't even remember what they were, but they were brilliant. I just
2: know I didn't know the answer to they them. They were brilliant. So. He yeah, says. listen to him. Jeopardy level. It would be nice, if it would be nice, Scraby, if you didn't break your arm every time you talk about yourself. <laughs> I'm actually,
4: <laughs> that's the funny part, is that I never talk about myself off the air. It's so weird. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. That is
3: good. That's a good one, Chris. All right, let's get to our first contestant, Alan. Welcome to the show. Happy Thursday to you. Hello, let's ride.
2: Let's <laughs> ride, he says.
3: First question.
4: That Russell Wilson sounded a little
3: tired. It still sounds good to me. I, I enjoy saying, let's ride. You love that. <laughs> <laughs> Which Padres player is playing shortstop for the Kingdom of Netherlands.
2: The K of N. Bogey. Bogey. A
4: bogey. That's right. Tony, that a Xander Homer and a Jerickson Profar Homer in the World Baseball Classic?
3: Kings. Yeah, Kings bad. doing things right there. Yeah. Question number two. Man, I forgot this ever happened. Who was traded to the Padres in 2020 from the Red Sox? I should say. Let me re- ask this question again. Traded, <laughs> traded trade to the Padres in 2020 from the Red Sox. What player recently retired? That's how it was exactly. Worded. From the Red Sox. I gave you the year. I don't know, Will I you the,
4: oh, Will Middlebrooks. <laughs>
3: And it did indeed happen, but that was before 2020. So, ello for the studio. Right. So,
2: what he was? He was a Red Sox. He was traded to the pile. Oh, Mitch Moreland.
3: <laughs> Mitchy two bags, right? Sorry, Mitchie, Alan. what was his name? Two bags. Mitchy two, two, two bags. He just yeah. retired.
2: Red Sox had a lot of good. Uh... Good nicknames. Benny Biceps. Benny yeah, Biceps. I mean, Mitchie Two
3: Bags. If you ever met a Red Sox fan, they, mean this is, that, they live for those type of things. Being <laughs> <Yeah. able to laughs> you got to have a good nickname a, to play for the Red Sox. Good, good nickname. Sorry, Alan. We move to our next contestant, Cesar. Welcome to the show.
2: What's going on, guys?
5: Hello,
3: welcome Cesar. Show, Here we go. What did you say? You said What did you say, Cesar?
6: I said, welcome to the show.
3: Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Here we finally. go. First question. Welcome Second finally. question. First question. <laughs> oh, stop it,
6: Scream. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, hey. Good year, traffic, you know. I'm lucky I got here when I did. He's lucky he got here at
4: all.
3: <laughs> what retired basketball player tried out for the Chicago White Sox in 1994? Never heard this before. Air Jordan. Air Michael Air Jeffrey Jordan. Question number two. Ooh, I do remember this. What school was interested in Brian Dutcher to replace its head coach a few years back?
6: Uh huh.
4: Was it Michigan Wolverines? The Marines
3: Ooh, that is incorrect. Yeah. Hello, you're very yeah, close. I do
2: remember this. His uh, dad was the head coach at Minnesota. Jim Minnesota, Dutcher. and so they were interested in Brian Dutcher. Minnesota Golden
3: Gophers. Minnesota. Sorry, Cesar. And whoever man, it up was up that was close. close. He Work was
2: too well. Yeah, he was right there.
3: I remember how scared we were that no, it was kidding, happening. Man. That would have been the worst. <laughs> that was that was really scary. Yeah. Minnesota's right, uh, gone downhill to... ever
2: since then, too.
4: Yeah, yeah, they were. It well. was
3: just I was that you guys. I was having a conversation with that Minnesota was the the whooping boy of yeah. they uh, were telling us that you 10?
2: and uh, AJ and Crone. Jacob Kronen. Yeah, that's right. oh, Yeah. About that.
3: All right, let's go to our next contestant, uh, Gavin. Gavin, welcome to the show. What's
6: going on, guys? Let's do it.
3: Hey, Gavin. All right, let's do it. First question. Go. What seed are the Aztecs in the Mountain West tournament? Number
2: one. Number one. Numero for uno. the seventh time in uh, school history, they're the number one seed. By the way, the previous six times they won the tournament twice, so mm. it's not like a guarantee. Oh. Yeah, that's oh,
3: not, it's not a guarantee. Not a good one. Here yeah. we go. Question number two. What team owns the longest winning streak in NBA history? I believe that was the Miami
4: Heat. Miami Heat. I I thought I gave a little bit of a cushion.
2: The the Heat uh, did have a long one a few years ago. They chased it. They chased it, but they never got there. And it isn't. An, it's getting to be a, like a. It's fifty years now on this record, nineteen seventy two. It's the Lakers thirty three in a
3: row. I'm sorry, Gavin, still, still I'm not, there. I'm not gonna lie. I was hating on the Heat. You the didn't whole want him time. to catch a record. No, no it's the I same didn't want thing. Him. I go I didn't through want every to year. I
2: don't want anybody to go undefeated in football.
3: Yeah, and then I was still in my feelings because you know LeBron and Dwayne Wade and. Chris Bosch all joined forces and it was working out really well. It was just it was a maddening time for a Laker fan, I must say. Yeah. All right, Never let's go to our next contestant. Record. Yeah, for sure. Patrick, welcome to the show. Wait, hold on.
4: Patrick hung up as soon Patrick, as we went you
2: there? to
3: him. No, Uh-oh. we had, all right. Patrick, Hang we in we there next time, him.
2: Patrick. Hang in there, buddy.
3: We'll go to David. David, welcome to the show.
2: Hi guys, how's it going?
4: Very Pretty good, good David. David
3: very good. Going well, David. Here we go, first question. All right, let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh scraby. I think this might have been an LO special. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. The Brooklyn Dodgers. Nickname originally referred to Dodging what? What's that? You <laughs> Here we go one was more at time. I had a feeling that, the,
2: uh, that uh, David was going to have trouble understanding that question, but
3: yeah, give it the Brooklyn shot. Dodgers' nickname, the Dodgers, originally referred to dodging what? Uh,
2: it's a fair question.
4: Fair number one. Yeah,
3: kind of tough. One and one, a I half.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm, Tony's always, like, tough. Well, I
6: know Chris knows it, so I'm dead in the water here. But uh, dodging...
4: uh, uh... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. Chris, Chris, I think
2: we are are dead in the water. You are dead in the water. They were the trolley dodgers for a moment. So whatever trolleys were running around Brooklyn at the turn of the century. (laughs) You would know people were trying to dodge him. Yes, I did. I drove those trolleys. As oh, you were the driver. <laughs> yes. Oh man. How to many do. horsepower? How many
3: horsepower those trolleys have?
2: Seven. Seven. Okay. They move too quickly.
3: They were pretty easy to dodge. Let's go to our next. Let's go to our next contestant, Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the show.
6: Hey guys, how's it going?
3: Good. oh Hi, pretty. Good. It's going well, Kyle. Here we go. First question. <laughs> Hey,
6: real quick, just because I've never been able to call in and touch base when you guys were touching about uh, talking about roughnecks, this will show what a living dinosaur I am and a uh, human fossil. Um, <laughs> in 1980, uh, I decided not to. I had a scholarship for football, but it was treated junior college. I thought I was too good, so Dad said, "If you're not going to school, he goes, you're getting out of here." He gave me 200 bucks and an old pickup, and I went to some friends that were ahead of me a year in high school. I went up to the border of North Dakota, Montana, and I roughnecked on the oil rigs. I had never been wow. in anything colder than 55 degrees. Oh, no. Uh, it was 60 degrees wind chill factor during the winter, Ooh. and I would be up in the derrick, 60 feet up. You Ugh. know, trip, it's called tripping pipe when you're running the pipe in and out and uh, getting the, dr- you know, changing drill, drill bits. And um, I saw guys lose their arms and their legs. I saw a couple guys pass away. Uh, back then I was making 10, 15 an hour and back in 1980, that was a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, so I have vivid memories. So when you guys talked about that, <laughs> about the roughneck football team, I thought, I thought
3: man, I should tell you about it. It was pretty. Yeah, it was that's, very, absolutely
2: yeah, Kyle, amazing experience. Were,
6: yeah. Kyle,
3: thank you for sharing that with us. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty cool to hear that's about real life right there. I guess, man. I guess pops wasn't playing, huh? You should have took that scholarship. <laughs>
6: Yeah, well, I thought it was too good for junior college. So, uh, <laughs> you said, well, if you're too good for that. You're sure as hell too good to live here.
2: Man,
4: it's different. It was tough
6: love, but it taught me how to really uh, know what hard work was, and yeah. and to you know steer my way. But anyway, I just
4: thought I'd tell you guys about that. Uh,
3: being that, a, that being a was cool, Kyle. Thank you.
4: Being a roughneck is the definition
3: of hard work, right there. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right, let's get you let's get you involved in this game. Here we go. First question. Yeah, What American League pitcher threw a perfect game in Game 5 of the 1956 World Series?
4: Oh, you broke up. Say it one more time. Is this seriously the first question? It is, yes. (laughs) I mean, it was five or six years before I was even born.
6: Um, uh, I, I know it's too early for Cy Young, so I have no guess.
4: Oh No guess. No guess. He was pretty good, though.
2: Unfortunately, unfortunately Sorry, he's a San Diego guy. Went to Poy Loma High oh, School. Oh, yeah. yeah Don Larson. It's a pretty famous. Don perfect Larson. game. Well, Kyle, famous. thank you for Thanks, uh, though, sharing for with us. That was cool. Yes, yes. Call, call us us back, Call again Kyle. and uh, play again, though. All right. That was cool. We
4: have to go to tiebreaker, but we also have to go to break. So we should do the tiebreaker on the other side, guys.
2: All right, well, if that's what you say, that's what we do. Uh, you know there.
4: how much I love carryovers. So, well, well, what are we doing here?
2: Carry. We're taking a break, and then we're going to come back with a tiebreaker. Boom. Let's do is the carryover. Do you not have any more questions?
4: No. I He's really... all out of first well, questions. Uh, yeah,
2: I have a bunch of second and first third
3: First question but we can't was the stumper there. today. Yeah.
2: Couldn't get to the second and third today. So yeah. scrabies run dry. <laughs> Some may say.
0: Some yeah. more, may say More quitting Chris is, on this the is way you're Alex Trebek never faced. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com mobilecom
2: Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris rolling on towards 6 o'clock. Another fantastic game right now at the Mountain West Conference basketball championships. One minute to play. San Jose State and Nevada tied at 63. Earlier today, San Diego State survived Colorado State 64-61. Again, Are we
3: rooting for San Jose State in this one? I don't know. Uh, they, don't they don't got really the player know. of the conference. I,
2: as I said to Scraby, San Jose State's got the uh, player of the year. San Jose State does. Omari so Moore. Nevada has Steve Alford, and I'd love to beat him tomorrow. So yeah, Nevada pretty good, pretty decent. Nevada they're both pretty good. I mean they're the 4-5. Oh
3: so yeah, that's it's a true. pretty good matchup.
2: Okay. Either way the Aztecs will have their hands full. We'll uh catch up on the final here shortly, but let's get back to Chris versus the fans. We're into the tiebreaker segment. We sure are. And nobody was able to come up with a uh with a winning performance
4: yet today. No, Chris would not give me the player that were the random well, i give it player. to you now. I know. Who is that?
2: Random player, major league baseball, former star Gates Brown. Okay, I've never heard of Gates
3: Brown. Tony, Tony have, you heard, have you heard of Gates Brown? Is this a baseball player? Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Look up old Gates. He Gates played for the Tigers nineteen
2: sixty three to nineteen seventy five. Mostly oh, a pinch hitter and a uh, and an outfielder. Kind of a husky fella. <laughs> that's okay i Gates don't know why Brown. that makes sense
4: to mention well
2: because but... he wasn't really much of a defensive player he's more of a left-handed bat off the bench
4: all right so so there you go There's right. your
2: random player
4: here is our contestant jeff jeff are you there
2: i am yes all right
3: good jeff. afternoon guys good to good talk afternoon, to you jeff
2: you know how the uh, tiebreaker works uh i think so i just got to keep getting right answers Oh, it's a totally different game. Uh, yeah, this is this is a little different, but go ahead and explain it to them.
4: Uh, uh, I'm going to ask explain. Chris a stat-related question. Chris is going to give a guess. You're going to guess whether or not the actual answer is higher or lower than Chris's guess.
2: That's it. Got it. Very All simple. Right. And it will have to do with William James Gates Brown. Gates Brown, yes. Yes. Okay, Chris. Um.
4: <laughs> I could be really evil right now. How many times was he caught
2: stealing in his career? What? <laughs> Gates Brown? Yes. Caught stealing? Yes. Well, like I said, he was a bit of a... a, bit of a uh, Husky gentleman is, I gentleman. believe what you said. I can't imagine he had too many stolen base attempts, but... Back in those days, they did run a lot more. I'll say he got caught stealing twenty-five times. Twenty-five times career. That's Jeff it. is the actual answer higher or lower than twenty-five?
4: Oh boy, that is a tricky one. That's a
6: Man, I started watching baseball in the seventies. I don't know who that name. Who that is, but... <laughs> this is
4: random. But do you think that it's a... the actual answer is higher or lower than twenty-five caught stealing?
6: Well, if he had the you know what to steal, and he was a bigger guy, I think he got caught more.
4: He got caught more. Fired. Oh, that's a good. I, I that's a good way of doing it. But unfortunately, it's incorrect. No, no. did <laughs> Gates
2: get caught
3: stealing. Eight, only eight, eight <laughs> times. He probably wasn't going very often.
2: Gates wasn't running too much. No,
4: he he had eight times. He stole thirty bases in his thirty. Yeah.
2: Well, I would have been under there. Okay. All right. Well, we got to get another. Uh, let's you wanna pick go one. To Bernice. All right, Bernice. Give Bernice a shot. Oh, I know I Bernice is excited. Bernice a great <laughs> contestant on the program. Hi, you
4: guys. Huh? Hey, Bernice. Hi, Bernice.
6: <laughs>
4: Are you ready to play okay, the tiebreaker? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, ready wait, wait, did you say you've already won?
0: No, I did it last
4: month. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. she wants all to right. qualify. You right. I'm going to make sure. Like just, gravy. just playing I'm by the, the rules, rules, Bernice. You know that I have to play by the rules, okay? Yeah. I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give in to him, Bernice. <laughs> do not give in to him. <laughs> all right, Chris. The Let's do this. Let's do this. Let, 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 let's do this. How about doing a category that, like, exists? How many times – that caught stealing is right here in the category (laughs) sheet.
2: Uh, How many times did he strike out in his career? All right, now we're talking. 12 years, pinch hitter, struck out. They didn't strike out that much in those days. 30 times a year. 400 strikeouts in his career. Bernice, is the actual answer higher or lower than 400? Um go higher 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 he said no
4: <laughs> i'm sorry
2: bernice <laughs> how many was it
4: uh it was 275
2: wow yeah they didn't strike out as thank much you for
4: playing then. bernice all right sorry about that bernice next next on the list uh ryan let's go right the longest there ryan ryan are you there
2: hey guys hey ryan hello, hello. ryan just got to get a 50 50 here All All right. right. Good old Gates Brown is proving troublesome.
3: (laughs) He is proving (laughs) troublesome.
2: Um, Let's go with
4: this. (laughs) I want to ask all these random ones, but I'm not. How many
2: hits did he have in his career? How many hits? Gates Brown. Pretty good little hitter. Uh, Or a big hitter, (laughs) as it were. Uh, Again, 12 years. Probably not quite 100 hits a year because mostly a pinch hitter. 12 years. God, did he have a thousand career hits? I said a thousand.
4: Oh, you said a thousand, a thousand. All right, uh, Ryan, is the actual answer higher or lower?
6: to go lower. Got to be lower.
4: lower. It's got to be lower.
2: Is correct? Yes, Ryan. The Stay there, Ryan. Today. I'm gonna come get you in the break. Very good. What um, was the total? Seven hundred or something like
4: that? No, he had five eighty-two. Yeah, not even really that close.
2: All right. Very good, Ryan. You are the guy who qualifies for the trip to Las Vegas.
4: May I ask you a question, Chris? Uh-huh. When I asked you for a random player, how did your mind settle on Gates Brown? I couldn't no remotely kidding. tell you. I mean, is that the first guy that popped in your head? Second. Who was the first? Art Ha-ha! <laughs>
3: Even better. I'm always, better.
2: I, I'm always trying to think of guys with kind of goofy names. <laughs>
3: no, that is good. So that that's how good. Wait, wait, what was his, his name? name? Arms Shamsky? No. <laughs> no. Or, or, or.
2: Not Arms. Art. Like Oh, you know, Art Shamsky. Art. Yeah, Arthur okay. Shamsky. <laughs> his name was Arms. <laughs> art Shamsky played for the 69 Mets, the famous Miracle Mets back in the, in the day. All right, that uh, Mountain West Conference game, by the way, San Jose State and Nevada, they've gone to overtime, obviously tied at 65. So uh, they just started the overtime period in Las Vegas. Winner will draw the Aztecs in tomorrow's semifinals. Aztecs 64-61 over Colorado State. Okay, you didn't get to see any of that game, correct, Tony? No, I yeah, haven't seen none of it's it. It's probably good for you because it was. They, it
3: it sounds like it was a heartburn, like weight nap. It was. It was a struggle.
2: <laughs> what what do you like to say? Struggle sauce. Struggle sauce. Yeah, yeah. They they struggle sauced the entire game. <laughs> they really did, but uh, they you know they found a way to get it done and uh, you know move on. So you know, do you know, get this? This is the sixteenth one six sixteenth year in a row that the Aztecs have advanced at least to the semifinals. The conference tournament. That's pretty consistent. That is pretty consistent. Pretty, yeah.
3: pretty good. You know, we, um, Tony, need them to go a little bit farther than that this year, though. Yes. So. yes. Have you
4: heard what Fred Van Vleet said last night? Fred was on one last night. Well, <laughs> I'm going to play the audio. I just got to make sure it's all bleeped because yeah, good, there is some sure definite you get to work on swear words in this. His <laughs> name was, is now was...
2: Fred Van Bleep. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> Yes. That was great. <laughs> I think we just need to go to break on that.
3: I think we do. Country music superstar Sam Hunt will take over the Resorts World Theater for a limited two-night engagement on Friday, April 21st and Saturday, April 22nd. Tickets are on sale now at access.com. That's axs.com. That's A-X-S dot com. And RWLasVegas.com. Listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Sam Hunt at Resorts World Theater and a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas. Every hour you listen from from now through March 19th equals one entry into the contest. We have ourselves a doozy of a big five coming your way. But first, uh, we need to check a little traffic.
1: After the end of a good fight,
4: We're gonna start here with a topic that Chris and I have talked about a little bit before you got here, Tony. Before you get Number to it, five.
2: before you get to it, real quick. Looks like the Aztecs are gonna play San Jose State. San Jose State.
3: Mm. They're up by Down six. Goes your buddy. Down Steve. goes
2: Alford. Yeah, six point lead. San Jose State. One minute left in overtime. Are you Go gonna ahead. be okay? Yeah, I don't care if Alford loses. That's all I want. That's also a win too, right? All that's right. also yeah. a win. All right. Either way.
4: Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. has not had a hit yet in this spring training, and the official stance of this show would be we are not worried at all just yet. So, Chris, you're up first.
2: With that said, when do you start getting worried about Tati? Uh, if he goes over 16 starting April 20th.
4: <laughs> so basically if
2: he There's starts- nothing he can do in spring training that's going to worry me.
4: All right, nothing That's, at all. Fair enough. Fair enough, Tony. When are you going
3: to be worried I about Toddie? The mere fact that you're asking this question right now is bonkers to me.
4: Bonkers. Did you see what I said? The official yeah, stance. I, of I, I this saw you show. try to.
3: I saw you try to make your little dramatic pauses. caveat there. <laughs> but, caveat. Uh, um What I will say is, I'm not worried about Toddie. And when will I start getting worried about Toddy? I won't get worried about Toddy. Okay. That's enough for me. The official
2: stance of the show. We are not worried. Well, if that's the official stance of the show, why did you ask us to answer the because question? He's worried. Because he's we've been talking worried. about it all day, and I didn't have another number five, so I wanted
4: to ask
3: Tony. <laughs> I <laughs> love <laughs> that you kept it real right <laughs> I, I
4: always do. I mean, there's, there's no secret to my I idea. really
3: am not worried. I didn't have another number five.
4: so No, and, and I wanted to see what Tony
2: said. so number four. he's still over on May 1st, then uh, then we got an issue brewing. I might have a little concern at that point. But... All
4: right. Basically, this is what we came for. We all came for here is this topic right here. Toronto Raptors point guard Fred Van Vliet or Fred Van Bleep <laughs> blasted referee Ben Taylor for his officiating during the Raptors 108-100 loss to the Clippers last night. Van Vliet did not hold back in his postgame news conference and is likely to receive a hefty fine from the NBA. Here is what he said post game that uh, I woke up to and I thought was pretty amazing.
5: I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was f-ing terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on uh, most nights, you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just fucked the game up. You Uh-oh. know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple.
2: <laughs> Guess we're not going to be able to play that clip.
3: <laughs> you know what's great, I got to tell you, dude. When you first brought it up, I oh, thought man. that you had already like gone through it. The and then so I was gonna. I was hoping you got through that pretty straight because I wanted to compliment you on risking it all. But um, apparently, that was not the case. <laughs> you had to dump
4: it. I, I I didn't hear that one. You guys heard me <laughs> editing this thing. I went through it like twice, three
2: times.
3: Yeah. I knew I knew when you were going through it during the commercial break that there was a chance. One would go. slip through, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. He swore about ten times in in a forty second clip, so. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm I wish we could
4: sure. find a transcript of it. Because, um, all right, here we go. I just deleted
2: it. Don't wait, just
4: uh,
3: leave it are
2: off. You sure, you want to do this? Don't yes. play this again. Really? Yes. Because
4: <laughs> I, you're I went try through this. it again. I went through. It. Okay, I'm going to listen to this while you guys talk to yourselves. And I'm going to make sure before <laughs> don't we do this. Play it. Why don't we go to three? Why
3: don't we go to three? Okay, then we'll then come back we come to this back. one.
2: Uh, my
4: heart almost exploded out of my chest because <laughs> I can I just read heard
2: that. I can read this right now, and <laughs> no, it way, doesn't
4: make sense. No, it's
2: not the same. It's yeah, not. But same. I don't want you to.
4: I'm going to listen you're again. Gonna,
2: you're going to. You're going to have a heart he's attack.
4: A, he's over a
3: professional. There. He's a professional. He says so. Go <laughs> ahead. With me, me, and Chris will go through three. Okay. Number three. All right. Uh, just a year after giving Stafford a
4: $160 million contract extension following their Super Bowl run, Los Angeles Rams have been calling teams about dealing the quarterback, according to NFL reporter Michael Lombardi. He said, on the Pat McAfee Show, Matt Stafford is fully available. They would love to trade him. They can't easily do it because he's got $57 million guaranteed, but they're trying to get out from it. They've called teams. I know this. Officially, Stafford's four-year $160 million extension includes 63 guaranteed, the Rams would have actually absorbed a net loss of fifty-four million dollars by trading Stafford before June first. The Rams also said today in a press conference that Matthew Stafford is not on the block, so they denied mm. these reports. Chris, yeah, do you think they would be better without Matthew Stafford? Definitely
2: not. Mm. Definitely not. Mm. We went through this yesterday. New York Jets. Don't have a quarterback. Washington Commanders, don't have a quarterback. Baltimore Ravens, don't have a quarterback. Cleveland Browns, have a quarterback, but he sucks. On and 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 on on it goes. Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, Las Vegas Raiders, you name it, they need a quarterback. The Rams have a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. They would be ridiculous to trade him, even if it helped save them some money because there's nobody out there to replace him. So there.
3: Tony? Tony? Yeah, Chris basically uh, changed my mind on that with his answer. So I, I agree with Chris because sometimes we get so caught up in like the faces that are going to change that we forget that there aren't really 32 really good quarterbacks. There's like a handful of really good quarterbacks. And then like, I don't know, Chris, would you say about another handful of the next tier? Yeah, right. It's About 12 guys, right? about 12 guys that you could feel pretty good about being the quarterback of your team. And to Chris's point, unless you have a high pick in the draft, you certainly aren't guaranteed one of these college cats. So, yeah, I I say you got to hang on to Matt Stafford. Listen, what you paid for, you've already received. You won a a Super Bowl championship. Now, the aftermath of that, you might just have to to wear. You know, you, you got what you paid for. Now, you might have to just kind of ride it out. That's
4: right. <laughs> well, how did you fit that one in there? He loves to fit that in there. Uh, he does. He does. Uh, all right. I'm still sweating, by the way. Number four. But I just listened to the clip two more times, and I got everything. So here All is right. Fred Van Bleep,
2: the, the name <laughs> that real, is. the real, Van Bleep. Yes. <laughs> he might be the guy that takes you down.
4: You know, I have to say. you got to be really
2: careful here.
4: I uh, I think it's a little inappropriate how many times he swears in this press conference. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Keep So it inappropriate that you want to play it. Yes, because it's great audio. Here it is. Fred Van Bleep.
5: I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was f***ing terrible tonight. Um, I thought that on uh, most nights, you know, a couple of the, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just, the game up, you know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a b- tech, changes change the whole dynamic of the game, change the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, just the game up. Nobody's coming to see that They come to see the players. And um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiated. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal and um it's never a good place to be that's not why we lost tonight we got outplayed um but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome
4: i don't know about you but i was nervous even though i knew what was coming on that clip i was nervous too i was nervous was great. <laughs> i was like fred van
2: bleep is gonna jump into this clip and drop another bomb second time tonight i've been nervous the first was during the AE finish of the aztec League. yes yes the second was there
4: all right, uh, Tony, you are up first here. Why do NBA refs seem to be in the middle of all officiating controversies? Like the reason I ask this is because the NFL you don't hear much about them cheating, but the NBA you definitely hear about different things happening.
3: I don't know that he's saying that they're cheating. Right, first, I think he's saying that yeah, okay, this particular yeah, right. ref has
2: An a personal grind.
3: bias. Exactly, yeah, with him, yeah, and and and, and listen. I, I don't think, personally, the referees inject themselves. Most of them don't. I think NBA has kind of gotten away from referees, us knowing these referees' names, right? Um, but you can understand why a player who doesn't receive a ton of text in Fred VanVleet is receiving them, and he's receiving them in either games that uh, Ben Foster, is it Ben Foster? No. Ben Taylor. Ben... Ben Ben Taylor is the guy, yeah. I was mixing Scott Foster, the other referee that we hear named quite often. (laughs) Um, Ben Taylor is the one either giving him the text or his crew is giving him the text. And you kind of, if you're not a dude like Rasheed Wallace or Draymond Green who gets a ton of these, I can see how you start to see, well, dang, every time I get a text, this guy is around. And so I understand his frustration. I, love the, I don't know why I love the fact that he said, like, I'll take the fine. I don't care. I'm, I'm about to let you guys know exactly how I feel, why I feel like it. I also like that in his rant he was able to articulate that it's not all the referees. It's his gr- axe to grind is with this particular referee, and uh, I'm not mad at it. I don't necessarily think, though, that the refs are in the middle of officiating controversies as much as, uh, what was my man's name? Tim we got gambling gambling. Yeah, Tim Donnie. I mean, that, it was different. I think the officiating is, has moved away from star officials, if you will. Chris,
2: what do you think? I think officials are always correct.
3: Oh, I wonder why.
2: <laughs>
4: we now go
0: to our resident referee, Chris Sello. Chris Sello.
2: Actually, uh, I'm in agreement with Fred Van Vliet here, wow. to be honest with you. Um, you know, there's a lot of referees that are just not very good. And they yeah. still make it all the way to the NBA. And a lot of them do have an attitude, and they do think the game is all about them. And I think Fred Van Vliet is trying to make sure that that doesn't happen in this case. And I think him calling out an official, look, the NBA does a pretty pretty good job, from what I understand, of monitoring these guys and uh, holding them accountable when they make mistakes. Yeah. Because yeah. we hear about it all the time that they don't publicize it. But these guys get fine, or not fine necessarily, but they lose games, they lose assignments if they're not doing a good job. So I think the NBA holds them pretty accountable. I think the NBA is going to be happy to have this knowledge, and and I think they'd be smart to at least quietly investigate what the problem is here. Bring this official in. Hey, what's the deal? You know, I mean, because certain guys do get a holier-than-thou attitude when they put stripes on. Just the way it goes. Am I looking at one? Yes, of course. You know know me. Uh, Am I looking at one? Yes, of course. Do you have any more
4: for us? No, that's good. All right, sounds good. Number two. In the last year or so, a lot of former teammates have taken shots at Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. This time might be the most direct form of calling Kyler Murray out. Offensive lineman Kelvin Beachum spent the last three seasons with the Cardinals – and he's now a free agent, but he was on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM yesterday. And this is what people are talking about.
2: He's got all the tools, you think? He has all the tools, man. If some guy can throw off one leg, he can, you know, throw it a mile. He can run faster than anybody else on the field. He just lacks the leadership. He's put together. I didn't say he lacks the leadership. I just think he needs to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if he has the ability and the willingness to grow up, he's going to be just fine. Um they paid him for a reason. They paid him because of his talent, and he has the ability to lead. It's just when you're in that position, we need you to lead more.
4: So that's what he said. He says he needs to grow up a little bit, and um, I felt like that was pretty fair by Kelvin Beecham. So, Tony, uh, I'm not going to ask about what Kelvin Beecham said because we've already talked about Kyler, but if you are a Cardinals fan, would you buy a Kyler Murray jersey at this point?
2: <laughs> I hate your question.
1: Why? This is a good question. Will you buy a Kyler Murray jersey?
3: Tony, if um, you are a Cardinals fan, would you buy I'll, a Kyler Murray jersey? Yes, I would buy it. Because this is, we act as though this is the first time we've seen this story. Kyler Murray is just the new character in this story, right? Young quarterback, maybe not. He's 25, by the way.
4: Yeah, he's very And he's young.
3: being asked to lead you know, grown men and that a leadership is not something that comes natural to everybody. I tell you, it didn't come natural to Manny Machado. He, he had to kind of learn how to be a leader and look how much he's blossomed. And, you know, I'm just saying at 25 being asked to lead, not everybody is, is just slides into that role. Well, so if I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan, I'm definitely buying his shirt because I want to already have it before the prices go up when he does start to be a leader, mm-hmm. and he starts to lead this team in the direction they should go. Chris, and listen, isn't... maybe it de- maybe he doesn't maybe it doesn't happen in in Arizona, but I think at the age of twenty five, you'd be stupid to think that he's not going to improve in that category at all.
4: Chris, if you're a Cardinals fan, would you buy a Kyler Murray jersey? Yeah,
2: probably. You I did got buy a two, a two of Tonga I was just about saying. I got two of them. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there isn't a more controversial quarterback than that in the yeah. NFL, yeah. right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm going to support my guy if I'm a Cardinal fan. I, I, I'm getting a little tired of hearing all this stuff, and I'm a Cardinal fan. Um, you know, I, I don't know why everybody seems to have an axe to grind with Kyler Murray. I it's
3: mean, always on the way out the door, too. By the way,
2: right? You don't really hear it from within, or you know, as things are going on. But with say, everybody leaves the Cardinals. They join a new team. They go, "Hey, can I call a press conference so that I can rip on Kyler Murray?" <laughs> I mean, that just seems to be the way it goes. Not sure why. Yeah, I don't know either.
4: Yeah. All right.
2: Oops, was that, that number was one that. or no, two? No, this is
4: number one. But I got—I don't have time. Steve Ballmer, carryover. No, Steve. This is not worth a carryover. Steve Ballmer is very excited about one thing in his new arena that he's building. He is so excited about how many toilets he has in the building. He has over 1,000 toilets that he has made available. He says that he wants his fans to be in the seats rather than be in line for the bathroom. Um, my question to you guys, Chris, you're up first. Would you rather more concession registers or more toilets? I don't know, but I want to be there the day they test the toilets. To flush, flush all of them? All them? That would be great. That yeah. would be great. Tony, longer More hours. toilets. More, more toilets, toilets, really? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, well, that's it for the Big Five. Steve Ballmer like held this press conference. I didn't have time to play the audio, but he was like so excited about these toilets. He's
3: excited about a lot. Though. He is. I'm just glad
4: he still on the has way. a job. After uh, me that too. Segment. Me too. Well, maybe we'll see, see in it. five minutes. Sure, and
3: sure. I want
0: to. Hear- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.